We are the ones who will hear the answer to the great question of life, the universe, and everything. Shh, I think Deep Thought is preparing to speak. Good morning. Good morning, oh Deep Thought. Do you have, uh, er, uh, that is... An answer for you? Yes, I have. There really is one. There really is one. To everything. The great question of life. The universe and everything. Yes. And you're ready to give it to us? I am. Now? Now. Though, I don't think that you are going to like it. It doesn't matter. We must know it now. Now? Yes, now. All right. You're really not going to like it. Tell us. All right. The answer to the great question... Is? Of life, the universe, and everything... Yes? Is... Yes? Is... Yes? 42. Welcome to the fundamental ignorant connectedness of all things. This is Cockney bitch number one. Uh, hi, and I'm just American slob number two. Oh, come yes, on. Yes, yes, American slob number two over here. Give me some potato chips. Oh, I want to watch and mesh. sports. Right, chips, chips. Everybody likes chips. Yes, A welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, it's episode Abu number... Doris, Abu Doris. It's not Christmas yet. Fuck you, time again. <laughs> it's episode 42. Oh, it's already. the 42. 42. Hi, kids. 42nd episode. It's number 42. Welcome to the meaning of life. This is the meaning of podcasting. The meaning of podcasting. We've got a couple of items that we need to take care of before we can launch into what I'm sure is going to be the most fascinating TFI cast ever recorded. Uh-oh. First of all, uh, your hat. My hat is on, so that's that means we're ready to go. It, do you leave it on all the time, or do you? No, I only. It's my thinking cap, so I only wear it when I need to. Does think. it use a lot of energy? No, no. It actually. So it's it's a, it's a energy star efficient hat. <laughs> it runs on. Do uh, you have a new, new Wayne's cutting it, or uh, what's that called? Uh, door jam. You know, like what air? What's that stuff you put on the doors to keep the cold out? Weather stripping? Weather, yeah, weather stripping. <laughs> yes, it's got new weather stripping to keep all the energy in my head. <laughs> I see where you're going so your, with your that. Head, you, I, you, put I egg, you crack an egg up on your head and you put that hat on. I get At it. At the end of the day, you got noon, you got lunch. I oh, get, I got egg sandwich. I oh, get how'd it. you do that? Well, I just kept it under my hat. All right, so a couple of things have come to my attention over the week. Uh, some people are subscribed to the Potomatic feed, and Potomatic. you really want to be subscribed to the iTunes feed. The Potomatic feed only has about six or seven uh, podcasts on it. The other feed, the iTunes feed, it has all 42 episodes. Brains. So if you're not sure what uh, feed you're uh, connected to in your iTunes, if you don't have all of the podcasts listed, you're connected to the wrong one. And if you're looking for it on iTunes, type in TFICast and click on the one that says TFICast-www.tficast.com. Or just go to the website and it, then you can post yes, some comments. And yes, and if, yes, and if you can't figure it out, go to the website, post a comment, and on the upper right-hand corner there's an iTunes link. Click that link and that'll get you right to the iTunes store with a proper feed. The Potomatic thing only exists because I don't know what I'm doing. Or the TFICast. Forced to update you it. You can leave us some, some love notes. Well, we have a couple of notes. 
Love notes. Do you should love I, me? Should I whip oh, through I'm these? I'm old Greg. I'm old Greg. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> uh, Rob 101, one of our one of our fans here. He's been listening to all of us. He actually alerted to me that uh, the Potomatic feed wasn't updated, so that's why I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, he says there may have been a few things on the last show that uh, he wouldn't uh, have admitted to. And so I oh probably the one about uh, well that last week was uh, Bruce eating fudge, no what was it the Making, Bruce eating blood, what I don't know it was the Bruce cast where we talked a lot about Bruce Campbell and uh, some mm. other things. Well, there's always things that I would never recommend <laughs> doing either that we just talk about. You know, well I responded matter. back saying we say lots. We've of had our moments things. on the podcast though, you know, where it's uh, just, and I asked for some examples. All hell breaks loose and the spotted dick is just not yes. can't be contained. Well, that's probably something that we should curb our talking on is the spotted dick. No, <laughs> nobody wants to hear about that. Uh, but it's a very common symptom. Antonio Bay writes, he, say, he thought that your German accent made up for the fat bastard letdown. Wow. So he, he's on board with that. You were doing your over-the-top silly um, uh, Colonel Clink shit, but yeah, <laughs> apparently he liked it. Uh, and he was asking for a German fat bastard hybrid impression. Can you do that? Uh, <laughs> Act, monkey. <laughs> Here, I'll, Get. I'll, I'm throwing you some nickels. Getting sie in mein belly. Yeah. <laughs> ich bin größer than dir. I'm bigger ich, than you. Ich, ich mach dir <laughs> Give me that baby. I will eat you. <laughs> I, I will eat you up. <laughs> All right, so that he's going to... Okay. Would you like some chicken? <laughs> would, would you like some chicken? I have some more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, this might be a oh, point. Oh, much more the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I I responded back at, at some point saying that uh, let's see, what did I say? I said something about you and me talking a lot is charming. I don't remember what the context was. Is it? I can't find the post here. Oh 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 oh. oh. I said in here that uh, sometimes Eric moves so fast I don't have a chance to clarify or come up with references being made. Maybe that's part of the charm of our show. Because we move pretty fast. We're back and forth and left and right. Uh, so <coughs> well, I think the beauty of that sometimes is that, and we, I think we've talked about this, is that you, you uh, in fact, yeah, yeah, we did talk about this. Is where instead of like coming into a show mm -hmm. and saying, all right, well, we have our... You know, it's, it feels like a little PBS special, like like you'd see a parody on Saturday Night Live. Right. Where these like, are the things okay, that we're going to be talking about. These are topics, about. talking points, and we're gonna we're gonna make some uh, pine cone ornaments today, and then we're gonna make some snowmen out of these foam balls we have, and we have a special guest. Okay, I'm saying just like whatever the hell's in your head, just spit it out, bang bang bang, rapid fire, Louie, like Rambo's got bullets. Just let and her then loose. talk about whatever pops in your whatever whatever tangent we end up on and then usually <laughs> and this is this is kind of how i like to surf too it's like uh, on the web you know it's like or oh, you just go videos. from point to you're point. just like oh oh i love wikipedia for that in fact i was on it for two hours uh tonight mm -hmm. i'm like oh what's this oh what's this what's this what's this what's this and all of a sudden i'm like somewhere where i'm like holy crap i forget how i even got there and then i start backtracking i'm like oh, swedish yeah. porn and then the original pint. Yeah. The original pint. Yes, <laughs> I started the original pint. <laughs> I got to the third pint, and then I was back at the original I pint. I forgot what the first one was all about. But I forgot what was I good. was drinking about. <laughs> then so, I saw her face, and I thought, oh, shit. He posted back. Oh, my gosh. That beer almost exploded. Folks, you ever do the lime trick where you throw it in your Corona, or in this case, your Landshark lager, and you flip it upside down? Well, Eric almost made a volcano experiment out of his. 
Get it, in my belly. <laughs> get in in my belly. Not under my pants. <laughs> uh, so he responds back and he says, uh, uh, this might be a critique on our on our, po- on our behalf, but uh, you mean the constant talking over each other until one of you gives up and lets the other finish? <laughs> Charming? Sort of. Uh, yes, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a battle on the podcast. Yeah, but, I listen uh, and you know. I feel like an asshole. Ah, uh, but I do the same thing. I get on my track and you're trying to interject jokes and I'm like, I don't know. I'm doing my thing. Listen to me. <laughs> and then I listen to it on the back on playback and I'm like, oh, wow, I could have really riffed off that and we could have made a, you know, maybe a funny joke there. So, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you, you finish your point out and it's like. Bam. So what should we talk about? Yeah. Now? now what do we talk let's, about? Let's let's refer to our uh, our. Oh, we have the snowmen to make yet. Let's see. <laughs> so, are the uh, are the are the practice ones we did earlier dry? Oh, they're not dry. Well, let's let's um, wait. So that your hat is yes. wonderful. Uh, is we're a- drinking beer. So I think the point there that does is, happen a lot. I think the point there is to use every piece that comes in. You know. Oh my God. No. Wait, wait, wait. It's so that we don't blow our load and then have nothing to talk about. Well, right, right. That's what so, I'm trying to say. Right. Is you, you know what? Is you, is you like have this just huge conglomeration of ideas that you just spit out there as mm-hmm, fast as you mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. and then you, you glom onto one and go with it and then you, you kind of get to the end of that and you're like, oh, where were we? Back to yeah, the old one well, and then But sometimes it's kind then, of a verbal battle to and like, usually, and get you know back what? to that point. Actually, this, actually, this is perfect because... That way of thinking and talking and, and, and being is can be described as fundamentally interconnecting all things. When you have just a shitload of ideas and you just start talking about one that you like you've you've kind of gone you've you, you kind of you kind of go in there like a pile of manure and you start shaking it up with your with your with your shovel or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And all, all of a sudden you find Oh, here's an onion, and you and you dig it out of there. I, I'm gonna eat that one. <laughs> what am I I'm gonna put it in my soup. <laughs> this is the best onion I've ever had. What a flavor! Wow. I don't know what this your is point orga- is. Well, my point is, is that uh, you, you you have all this stuff, and you kind of weed through it, and then you find a di- you find something really nice in there, and then you pull it out and you talk about it for a while, and and look eventually, at my onion I found in the shit pile out back. Well, no, you don't see. That's the thing. Oh, this is this oh. is the point. You, you don't pull talk that about onion where out it came from. And you, and you cut it up and you make it into a nice Zwiebeln soup, you know, <laughs> and then you serve it to your guests there and they're like, oh, this <laughs> soup is wonderful. Get in my belly. I love this soup. And then, like, the conversation goes, like, how did you make this? What's in And this? then over bridge, you're like, well, actually, I found it in the shit pile out back. Right, right. Through oh, your soup. it's that shit pile. I have one too. <laughs> I should plant onions in it. And then, see, and then it connects back. And then, and how did you happy. start your shit pile? <laughs> <laughs> Did you start with human feces or was it strictly cow feces? I must know your secret. Right. So anyways, just a ton of different ideas. Yep. And go off on a tangent. And eventually that tangent, I mean, it, it kind of borders on the, on the idea that the infinite finite universe theory, you know, is it if you just shoot a rocket into space, what's going to happen? You're I mean, the, the human mind is, is, has a hard anywhere. time, you know, con, con, with the concept of infinite. Well, wait a minute now, but I want to back up a second. Now, your point kind of contradicts yourself. If you point a rocket in the sky and fire, chances are you're not going to end up anywhere. In order to have have a successful launch, (coughs) excuse me, with the amount of fuel that's in your rocket and the technology that you have at your disposal, you have to do research and calculations and triangulations to make sure that when you launch your rocket, you get somewhere. No, not necessarily. That's not what I'm talking. No, no, that's the fundamental of all things. If, if you if you think of your mind 
as the as the as the universe mm -hmm. as the galaxy let's say okay okay and one synaptic nerve one nerve in your brain is is the earth and a fire goes off of that a synaptic connection gets fired off of that that's that rocket well where does it go okay in your brain the if you think of distances as relative the the distance between two nerve cells could be the distance between this and alpha centauri yeah. it could be multi billions of light years well that and and in terms of a of an electronic signal an, an electron you know that which is what you know the electrical currents in your brain do that that's a relative distance so what i'm saying is is if you think of like little little pools of ideas or thoughts or or memories in your mind and connecting those all you're just thinking in random bursts of energy so you're shooting these electric pulses all over the place and and whatever memory sparks and you just start talking about it. you start thinking about it and then you start connecting it all and it's the same kind of I, I think it's the same with the with the with the universe with the galaxy where it's it's we think of it as infinite which is hard to grasp but it's really kind of finite because there is a lot of shit in the universe you know sure well and but eventually there's... I mean there's there's different theories like Will you will you end up back? Is it, it space-time donuts? Circular. It, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, I, I, it, the, the whole idea that, I mean, if you look at the structure of an atom, they, mm -hmm. which you can't, or if you if you think about the structure of an atom, how it's got the nucleus and then the electrons spinning around it, it it's it's amazing similarity. And, and the nuclear forces that hold it together, right? Uh -huh. It's an amazing similarity that gravity is this crazy force that we really don't understand, right? That... It has a big ball that has big balls spinning around it, but it's just a lot different space. Isn't it three point seven two feet per second, or thirty seven point two feet per second? Exactly, twenty four oh, kilojoules remember. to be exact. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know physics. Uh, speaking of the universe, See, I don't like to get. I don't like to throw start throwing numbers when I'm talking. I don't like to throw and research behind. We're this. we're we're, we're uh, physics philosophers, armchair <laughs> physicists. We're just no, we're philosophists. Philosophists. <laughs> We have no idea what the math finds. We just just set up a rocket and shoot it. <laughs> Do you have any proof for this theory? Hell I no. I thought about it for a long time. Did you listen to episode forty-two? <laughs> it made a lot of sense. <laughs> hey, after a six couple of land sharks, you can come up with some awfully good ideas. If now shoot wanna... that rocket off. <laughs> you want proof? Buy yourself a six-pack. It'll come to you, man. It'll come to you. Ah. <laughs> yes, the nice conjugation of lot, land shark logger. Well, let's talk about the universe, life, and everything. Maybe 42. not necessarily in that order. But 42. you said uh, you had some facts on 42. 42 is the uh, the 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 periodic table of elements. The, the number number 42 is molybdenum. 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 That's my favorite element. Is, isn't it cool? <laughs> I, I, love, I love the way it's spelled and shit. I, I love, love to get jars of it and just kind of play with my hand. <laughs> Well, osmium. osmium. I was I was researching osmium the other day for some reason. What are you looking for? That's pretty interesting stuff. It's uh it's it's the most it's the densest material, and it's um it's used in uh, what electrical connections I think or something. Uh huh. But it's it's deadly toxic if it gets in the air. Wow, that sounds like a terrible element. No, it's 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 actually um it's very strong too. It's actually what number uh, is it? There there's a there's a there's a scale of of um, tensile strength. And it's it goes like this was really interesting because um, like in psi, but there was another another um, way to put it, not psi, but something else. You know, pounds per square. Mm -hmm, how much? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they had like that sounds like physics, boy. They had they had like pine, 
Uh-huh. And that was like 300 or so, or 300,000 units. Uh-huh. And then Oak, an Oak board could do like 500,000 or something. And then it went to like, you know, reinforced concrete, which is like 500,000 or a million or something. Mm-hmm. And it kept going, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden bronze was there and that was like a million. And then, and then, um, so bronze was higher and, and then all of a sudden like copper was there and, and aluminum alloys. And then, uh, just, I mean, these crazy things. Oh, oh uh, tungsten carbide. Was yeah, way up yeah, there. Yeah. My ring is tungsten. Of, of course, diamond was number one. At I think like, my ring is oh, tungsten. It was blew everything else out of the water. But osmium. What's, wait, what's osmium the difference was, between tungsten and titanium, or are they the same thing? Well, tungsten is the stuff that's in uh, light bulbs. Oh, that it's it's very it, it denies electrons being pushed through it. It's All right. Very well, my resistant. ring is either tungsten or titanium. I it's guess, probably which, titanium. All right, it's titanium. Space shuttle is made out of titanium. Titanium is actually not even that high up on the list. Really? Yeah. I was told that this I mean, thing it's, is indestructible. It's it's pretty high, but okay. there's a lot of things above it. Like diamond is like 400 times. All right, but we're getting off track. And actually, we're, glass we're, we're getting off. We're getting all right. Number 42. 42. What about glass? Wait, wait. What about glass? Glass was way up there too. It was like way above concrete and all this shit. I I, I couldn't understand it. I mean, hmm. however they measure this stuff. I know, I know. I well, forget how I got there. The thing about glass, this is this is great podcasting here, but the thing about glass is it's very it's supposedly very porous and very maybe not porous is maybe porous is not the right word, but very well, it's crystalline. It's crystalline, right, right, right. So it's smooth to the touch, but if you get it under a microscope, like a high powered microscope, there's crevasses crevasses, yeah. crevasses mm-hmm. and ridges and well anyways, okay. Well, this, 42. Oh, that reminds me of something. Oh. It reminds me of a book I just read. Um, that, um, Daryl, Darren, uh, for Darren. Sakes. Darren, I, I <laughs> rat thing. Okay. He, he recommended, uh, John Scalzi, which is, a, mm-hmm. and I, I got a book called the Android's dream and it's, it's a really good book. I've heard of that. And there's these spaceships <clears throat> and they have these huge viewing decks, kind of like, uh, you know, the, the Pacific princess or whatever has these viewing decks mm-hmm. or the ocean. enterprise, but this is like out in space. So it has to be really strong, but they're these huge expanses ah, of glass so like it's not glass but it's crystal and so they grow these crystals from a oh. single crystal and so it's super strong in one direction but the problem and this this is what makes a book really cool to me is when this they, is one of those little incy incy weensy side kind of like the hitchhiker's guy will also say ideas. oh here's a whole chapter on you know what the babble fish is right? right right so here they all of a sudden he goes into this whole thing about this corporation and uh-huh. who started it and then they they, they they had problems with these spaceships when I mean these glass crystals are amazingly strong, but when one broke, how the hell do you you know how do you repair it? How do you patch it? How do you it? get it out of there? So they figured out that well these crystals will shatter along a certain plane uh-huh. if you get the angle just right. So they built in explosive electric charges all around the the frame of the window, just in case the window ever broke and they had to like take it out. And that actually worked out really good because they were, they sealed off the deck, and there were these aliens that were trying to get at somebody, and they sucked them into space by blowing these oh, explosive charges. It was kind of an interesting. Little John Scalzi, huh? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, good author. Good I'll author. have to check him out. I've um, been jonesing for some the, good uh, books, folks on the TFI cast uh, audience. Suggest some good sci-fi books. I've been jonesing for some, but I go to the bookstore, and there's so many of them, and I'm always afraid I'm going to grab one of those serial books and grab like. Book five. Oh yeah. Well, like, usually well, says five. So you've read Ender's Game, right? No, that's pretty good. I've not read it. So yeah, actually, I have it. I can borrow it to you. It's pretty casters. Uh, have you read The Monkey King? No. Or uh, Laughing Sutra? No, dude. I'm gonna hook you up with that. Is that book. Uh, Neil Stevenson? No, oh. no, no. This is this is a fluffy um, Chinese 
um, not really fluffy. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty heavy. It's heady, but it's it's kind of thin. But it's more of kind of a folk tale. But it's modern day folk tale. But it's very, very, very cool. Right. I gave it to Carl. He burned through it in a couple days. He called me up. He's like, "That book was really good." Wow. All right. So well. it it is. It's a really good book. What's it called? The Laughing. I have like two copies of it. The Laughing what? Sutra. The Laughing Sutra. Yeah. Okay. By Mark Salzman. All right. Um, at, speaking of crystals and angles and everything, because we're never gonna get back to the forty-two. Forty-two. Subject. Oh, oh, perfect. Forty-two awesome. is is the exact angle uh? that uh, the degree of angle that you have to see a rainbow from. Really? If you have, if you look at it, it's the angle that the sunlight so, reflects wait, wait. into your eye. If I'm driving in a car and I see a rainbow, you're looking at the angle. I am seeing it at forty-two. Forty-two degrees. degrees, or it's it's like between forty-one. And 42. It's wait, like wait, right. So does that mean that the elevation that I'm on is like 42 I'm not exactly degrees sure. or, or I'm my not... head is cocked 42 degrees? From Remember, my I'm, a, I'm a phys, phys... armchair physicist. No, a philosophist. Phil- a philosophist. <laughs> Trust me, it's 42 <laughs> degrees. Next fact. <laughs> Have another land shark and you'll see the Shoot rainbow. Shoot the rocket. Shoot it. Shoot the rainbow. Um, oh, well, this is kind of a kind of a morbid one. But in Japanese, apparently four... The number four is pronounced she, and she? the number two is pronounced ni. Shini. Shini, which, uh, when s- spoken in Chinese, in no, in <laughs> it, like as as shini, it's it's uh, it's it means going to death. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Going to death. If she, I say shini in China, she, that means I'm going no, to death. No, Japan. 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 Yes. Wait, wait. Shini. So four is she. She and two is knee. Knee. So, okay, so f- there's a different word for forty-two. Um, I you they might just say, say they might just say four two. Oh, well, she, well that would be she. Like because uh, in, in German they say vierundzwanzig, uh, or no, zwei und vierzig, which is uh, two und and forty. Vierzig? Yeah, they say f- two and forty. Two and forty. Zwei und vierzig. But that's not two and four. Right, I, I don't know how. So there's got to be like I, I've read this on know, Wikipedia for crazy. I, but I'm, see, I'm making a parallel here because in the Douglas, <coughs> excuse me, in the Douglas Adams book, they talk about how the misrepresentation of words that can float through space oh, and right. land across a and then a little dog can swallow and then a little the dog can eat warships, the fleet of right. warships. See, uh, yeah, you know, maybe there's a, okay, Sheeny. That means going to my death. Going to death. Going Not to death. My death, but yeah, going right. to death. Um, oh, here's a little uh, computer f- quiz for you. Okay. Do you know what the ASCII character for number 42 is? I have no idea. Oh. What is it? It's the asterisk. Interesting. There's a little factoid for you. Um, there was an asteroid uh, named 2001-DA42, or Douglas Adams. Oh, they actually named an, an asteroid, asteroid after, after Douglas Adams. Number 42. Sure. It was, gotcha. Gotcha. It was in gotcha. that quadrant or whatever. Um, well, that's because, I mean, who the fuck names asteroids? A bunch of geeks who probably read nothing but right, Douglas exactly. Adams yep, and yep. all those books. That's pretty cool, though. Yep. Okay, so, uh, and here's, there's a there's a little bit of a Bible. There's a, There was a whole bunch of religious well, see, biblical references. Okay, now, you told me a little bit about this earlier, and I looked up Psalm 42. No, it's not Psalm. Okay, well, I have type Psalm in, 42, so in, I'll leave no. this up here briefly, but you no, tell it's not me. That. Type in um, uh, Kings. Kings. 2 colon 23. Okay. Oh, and then put a 2 in front of the Kings. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, BibleGateway.com, 2 Kings 232. Read it. Can I read it in my, my, my you, Southern Baptist? No, yeah, I don't have a Southern Baptist. Yeah, do it Baptist. up. Go ahead. <clears throat> and now the, and lo, and the Lord came down the, and spake. 
or spoke. Okay. He's, <coughs> he's, he f- and he went up from thence unto Bethel, and he was going up by the way. There came forth little children out of the city, and he mocked and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the woods, and tear forty and two children of them. Now, <laughs> that's... There That's, you go, which which translates into basically don't call somebody Paulrim. Right, right. Bear's gonna chew up or 42 the Lord children. will send down a a, a bear. <laughs> now, keep me. How many kids were there? Do you? There must have been hundreds of them or something. Huh? Well, at, at the very least, there was forty two of them. Wow, can you imagine? Okay, so so Kojaks, <laughs> I'm the king, and I well, yada da da da. Telly Savalas is walking and, down the street, snapping his a, fingers. Yeah, yeah, bald head. Yeah, yeah. A curse on you, kids. The but, Lord will, and will not only teach that, you the but lesson, they, but and not, bears come out and kill 42 of them. But, but not only that, what? okay, let, let's let's put this into, like, <laughs> we can't relate to Telly Savalas and how he would react, but you you, have, pull out a sword. you have a little bit of a... Ah, sword a, play. You have a little bit of a spot, right, on the top of your head that's perhaps missing a little bit of hair. What? Yes, you have a bald spot. What? Yes. Haven't you seen it? No. I have a mirror right here. That's a uh, bottle of <laughs> You have what are you talking about? A slight... That's uh, my yarmulke. I'm Hubich. I'm Jewish. I have I a flesh-colored yarmulke. I was going to say Hebrew and Jewish at the same time. I'm I said Hubish. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Hubish right. philosophist. So you're walking down State Street. Hello. Thank you. Nice to see you. You're Gosh, not, you're, you're looking good. Where did you get that hat? You're not Hebrewish. You're you. <laughs> I'm Yudish. I'm a little bit Yudish. And... I'm from Utica. And I'm not a Utica. And so you're walking down State Street. Get in my belly. <laughs> Your bald spot's kind of hanging out a little bit. It's shining in the sun. Somebody shining sees a rainbow oh, at, 40, at 42 degrees. And 42 children come out. <laughs> and they're, no, 100 children. 100 children come out, and they're like, taunting. Go up, thou bald head. Go up, thou bald head. You children there, the Lord will come down on you. You shall not... Mock God me damn my, thee! <laughs> God damn head. thee to hell! And suddenly, the bears <laughs> bust. Sh- Pat Lingling like breaks out of her cage. <laughs> not only, not just bears, she bears. Oh man! So, so basically, uh, PMSing she bears who are what, oh, not happy that the Lord name? called them. We just them inherited eighty-six million dollars and died. Huh? Brewster's just, millions? No, no, no. That woman. I have no. The she bear. Oh, what? That married that really rich guy. Oh, big huge woman. Anna Jesus. Nicole Smith. There you go, Anna Nicole Smith. So, so a couple of uh, Anna Nicole anyway. Smiths come barreling out <laughs> and tear apart forty-two children. <laughs> That'll teach you. <laughs> and then they snuggle up to me and say, "How much was that worth?" <laughs> Maybe that was it. Wow. Well, that was part. That was the, That's the King James version. No, it, well, is it the New Testament or the Old? I don't Testament? know. It says the King James version. I think it's the New Testament, which supposedly the Old Testament was where God was super wrathful and like really threw down the. Well, let's see here. Spite and vinegar. It doesn't really. It doesn't. This page doesn't say. Well, anyway, so there were a whole bunch of other religious things. Like, um, I think Jesus. Was it Jesus? Jesus was the son of God. Well, no, in in some something else in the Bible, there were 42 generations between like Adam and Jesus or something like that. There were exactly 42 generations. Of, what? There really? were 42 
Well, yeah, I don't know. You could probably look that up somewhere. No, is this something that you found? No, yeah, I in found your research it. of forty-two. Well, what was it yeah. again? There's forty-two generations. There were forty-two between... generations of of families between Adam and Eve and Jesus. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. There was there was really? forty-two. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, all I did was type in 42 on <laughs> Wikipedia, for Christ's sakes, which is, of course, the, you know, the most knowledgeable website on the planet, and you can trust everything it says. You know, if I was a kid average? in today's world, uh, yeah. how do you think kids write uh, research papers these days? Well, do they just go to Wikipedia and just, that's my source? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. because that's you know a, what? That's a dumb topic. Well... You, I mean, you know I want what? to wait a minute. All right, when 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 you were a kid, what twenty years ago, ten years ago? I'm thirty two, so fifteen years ago. Sure, fifteen years ago. I mean, well, all right, when I was a kid, I, it was even longer. Than, I'm thirty eight, so when okay. I was like fourteen or whatever, right? We had a full set of world book encyclopedias. encyclopedias, and you know what? There was a hell of a lot of knowledge in those. A hell of a, and you could do the same thing, and I did do the same thing. I would. I'd, you wouldn't like, copy right. it word for word, would you? No, no. What I'm saying is, you'd that research it. What and like I'm saying the is, when I'm that. doing the same thing, is is this tangent thing where it's oh. like, oh, I would. Oh, they oh. would say, all right, well, Orisis was a was the, the god of death in, and actually this that was another forty two reference because the, there were forty two gods and goddesses in in the uh, Egyptian uh, realm, mm -hmm. and when you died, if you could recite all forty two of them, you you gained notoriety or something you became an or orisis or something but my point is is that if if you know in in my cultural anthropology class they said all right i want you to we you everybody has to do a report on some ancient um uh, deity a, a god pick a god so i i picked that one because i i found it interesting and i looked in that world book and there was like a little paragraph but one word in there, I was like, oh, what the hell is this? What's an ink? Right. And then, then I'd look up an ink and then it would yep. go to this and go to this. And then and I would start connecting and building. A, and you know what? It doesn't matter how many tools of, of um, research you have at your disposal. It's how interested you are and how willing you are to dig beyond those easily accessible tools to get how it's and basically this is what research papers are for, and this is what school is for is to teach you to be interested in things right and to connect things to fundamentally interconnect things to show you that the world is is a, is a solid piece it's not like like plunks here and there it's not like daisies in a field the earth is connecting all those daisies and they're all drawing from the water table that's below that and they're all the oxygen that surround or the, the atmosphere that surrounds them all is connected and they're mm -hmm. all using the oxygen that, that and and evolutionarily they're all based on 23 structures of amino acids that that you know uh, create all life on earth basically can i give you some pop culture references to 42 well level 42 what's right? level 42 it's a band oh okay well okay uh, let me give you a couple here there's a um, there's a yeah Forty two is an episode of Doctor Who oh, right. set in real time long. lasting approximately yeah. forty two minutes. You know, I didn't Was like it the, the first new time series I watched it. Or the old series. It's with David Tennant. Um what episode is it? It's the one where they fall into the sun. They fall Remember into he the lands sun? he lands on this ship. Yeah. And it's really hot, so they get out uh -huh. and it turns out that somebody was infected with a virus and they couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. So they freeze him. You know what? I fell asleep during that episode. And then the, I didn't like it very much at first, but I watched okay. it again and it got a little better. Didn't like was it Rose or was it the black girl? No, it girl? was the black girl. I and then her didn't name. she like get, Denise? Didn't she get like uh She got shot off shot to a podcast the sun. Or to a... she got shot off to the podcast. <laughs> her own podcast spin off. 
<laughs> she got shot off in a pod to the to the sun. To the and the sun. TARDIS had like fallen then, off towards the and sun. Then, oh, and then the doctor. This was this was the camp. See, I fell thing asleep. Ever. He had to like go out in the airlock and like he was reaching to push the button, the automatic uh, tractor beam to bring the the podcast back. So he's like <laughs> he's like out there, and this was the most ridiculous thing ever. Here they show the picture of the sun. Uh huh. One minute to impact. Uh huh. And it's like. Yeah, they're one minute from, <laughs> one the, minute from the sun. They showed this. They the showed doctor's this ball, hand, and they showed this ball of fire right in front of him. It was like, yeah, if you were, uh, uh, you know, one uh, minute from the impact of the sun, I think it would be more than a ball of fire like that. I mean, that episode. If you if you go out on a sunny day, you can't even look near the, sun, the sun, and let alone put your hand out. Uh, well, right. No, but I mean, I hear you. you no, even, I, it would I hear be what you so. Right. That episode, just, I believe, was was boring, and I fell asleep during it. So it, I don't even. It was kind of interesting though, it. because it turned out that that nobody knew what was going on, and and it turned out that the uh, the ship itself had 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 was running out of fuel, and it d- did a fuel scoop out of the sun, like because it was hydrogen right, right, fuel. Right, right. And so they did this fuel scoop, and all of a sudden, all the shit started going down, and it turned out that they had scooped out some. Well, they said it was the heart of the sun uh-huh. because it was. But a better and there's actually been other science fiction books written about this where there's like life on suns and and so like part of the part of the uh, community was scooped out and the sun was and the rest of the earth the rest of the sun civilization was like hey what the hell are you doing mm-hmm. and got pissed at him and then once they dumped the fuel psh, then the sun said all right well you know teach your people that sons are people too (laughs) so (laughs) so it's kind of a morality play which is usually what doctor who episodes are kind of about okay 42 uh was fox Mulder's apartment number in the x-files oh i did not know that okay in the television series star trek the next generation the starship enterprise had 42 decks that's a lot of decks in batman begins the number 42 appears on the mud flaps of the lorry containing drugs for carmine falcone okay 42 also appears in The Dark Knight on the timer of the bomb that the Joker has set up for Harvey Dent and Rachel Dawes. Harvey Denton? Harvey Dent. Oh. Har- who's Harvey? That's oh. like Arthur Dent. Well, sort of. Except for Harvey Dent has existed longer in Why, who's Harvey pop Dent? culture lore oh. than Arthur Dent has. Who's uh, Harvey Dent? Harvey Dent is uh, the... the uh, Joker's the, uh, nemesis? Two-Face. Two-Face. Oh, okay. On Batman. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the penguin. I know, but I in just... an episode of House, you like House, don't you? I've never watched that okay. show in my life. Uh, he claims that his favorite number is oh, of course, forty-two. That's the draw in the yeah. So okay, so I have forty-two one... is a common magic number used by programmers, of course. Yep. But anyways, yep. okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, I have one. I have one last uh, kicker. Okay. Kicker in the pants. It um, it, Paul Weller. Paul Weller. I, I forget his name. Paul. The, the the musician? No, I didn't write it down. No, 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 I didn't write Peter it down. Peter Weller. But anyways, um, there was a mathematician that in 1965 figured out that the fastest way um, to get from continent to continent, this was kind of a weird setup, but basically he said if you drilled a hole through the earth, uh-huh. doesn't have, even have to be through the center of the earth, but anywhere kind of in the general vicinity of the center of the earth, if you drilled a hole through it, sucked all the air out, and then fell into it, it would take exactly 42 minutes to get from one side of the earth to the other because you'd be free falling halfway and then you'd be decelerating the other half 42 42 minutes so isn't that crazy that is and there's like they, they've done it they've done all the math to, so to i wonder that. 
Now, when Douglas Adams was writing his book, you think he did all the research? Do, do, do you do all this research? Like, wow, forty-two is Although, a pretty cool number. Or was he just like, if what? Uh, you okay. know, what would be a funny answer to this question. Forty-two. Next chapter. I think he's written about that, and he said it was basically he just he just said picked it, it, it out of there. Like, yeah, forty-two is a funny ass. number. Although, type in forty-six um, on the Wikipedia yeah, and see what happens. I'm, I'm, There's well, th- mathematically. Every single number is very, and you know what was the most amazing thing to me when I was when I was doing a little bit of this research, forty two. You type in historical. You know dates. what? There's not enough. There's not as. There's not nearly well, as course, much information because, about forty six as there is on forty two. He made it that. But look at all the mathematical stuff. There's probably a shitload of. It's a. It's a. It's a certain For kind of number. Yeah, 40, there's this huge formula right here that I don't have no idea what it means. Well, right. I mean, there, it's it's all kinds of different numbers, but even where the infinite is product kind of is all over a prime number. Well, he probably picked it. It's for a some pronic reasons, number. Yeah, I, there's a whole bunch of weird things. Well, anyways, okay, so forty-two. It's, it's the it's like the second number that is made up of three uh, prime derivatives or something it like says that. that. Yeah, it says that right here. Yeah, so it's, and it, thirty is the first one. So if you multiply like two times three times seven, it gets to forty. I think it is or something like that. Oh, I can see all your facts now. <laughs> <laughs> you just read them right off of Wikipedia uh, and wrote much. them down. Yeah. Why didn't you just hit print? No, I just I memorized them all. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, oh, I right. do a little bit of... The I do a time bit of, like, for journey you know, powered entirely way. by gravity always works out to be 42 minutes right. as long as right. the tube remains friction-free. The yep. same idea was proposed by Lewis Carroll in Sylvie and Bruno, chap- Volume 2, Chapter 7. See, this, this was the way I studied for tests and stuff, too. Is, well, you just read Wikipedia? No. <laughs> well, basically, I would, I, would do, I would read, like, the big, bold print in the book, like, the night before. Mm-hmm. And I would get into the subject, and the next day I would go in and be like, oh, I knew that, I knew that, I know that, I would know it all. But it's all gone, like within. Oh yeah. But see if me if, too. If ever something like it's always there a little bit. I'm not the kind of guy that memorizes shit verbatim. Wrote like, oh, I I can quote you know mm. this whole movie script. Bullshit. I can get the I can get the feel yeah. of the character. You, you know, know what? And I, I can I can if I can get into that I can get in that character. I could probably get up there and do that. It wouldn't be line for line, you know. And and we've talked about this too because that's kind of the Robin Williams thing. Or the Steve Martin thing, where it's like you get, you kind of get the feel of what the character should do, and then you run with it. You know, I always kind of wanted to be the guy that could just like come into like a scene and be and just like recite like the funniest part of a movie, like verbatim. But I, I can't. That's just I think that's a, a quality that I don't think you can learn it. I think it's something that you just have Some to about be, your mind. Have. Wait, the you way just you have to be able to, to yeah. absorb that and suck it in. And just be able to do it. Or I don't know if you've ever been out to a party with like just two guys that are like really good friends and all of a sudden they'll just like recite Blues Brothers back and forth. Well, I have. It's you and Matt when it comes to The Simpsons. Well, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. suppose. I suppose. I'm, I'm blown away. I mean, the only ones I know is like stupid sexy Flanders. Yeah. I'm, there's a couple of them. that I, and I guess The see, Simpsons I, and I can, is probably can, the only thing that I could probably If I like, can remember recite. the episode. Here, I'm talking over you again. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. If We're I just pissing off the, one of our fans. That's if all. If I can remember the episode, <laughs> let me talk. I'm oh God damn here. it! So nice hat. Yes, what I like this hat. About, uh, um, Landshark Logger. Uh, yeah, it's Mother Mary's abundant vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from Jimmy Buffett's cock to your mouth. It's Landshake, shake, Landshake, Landshark Logger. <laughs> shake, shake a couple drops <laughs> off in there right now. Shake some Landshark into your. Okay, so anyways, you're gonna say. <laughs> If I can remember the general episode, like, you know, I, I can get the feel of, right, of what right, the episode right, was right. about. 
like the sugar pile. He had a big sugar pile yep, in the backyard, yep, and the bees yep, yep. came and some. First you get the sugar, then you get the women. Uh, see, I, I, oh, I, the I lines. I don't remember. In. I don't remember the lines. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, all right, we're, we're, all right, all right. Here's one for you. If what? you can do this, I will go get you another beer. Oh, all right. If I'm, you can I'm recite, on the spot. if you can recite what Barney said after drinking the bottle of champagne when they were going to be astronauts, and he was doing the flips and saying. It's a perfect picture. You remember that one? Yeah. What did he say? Do it. Go. Go. Come on, monkey. Sing. He says. Wait, I don't remember. He I, goes. Dur, 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 dur. But I don't remember. It's what a the perfect word. picture. Paper, no, but that's not after the champagne. That's after he stopped drinking. Their ex is like, I don't see Barney blow up the spaceship and die. Oh, he's been here since 7 a.m. And then he does his flips. He's like, I'm the perfect... But he's doing the flips. It was oh, after, after the, the training. Went, they had and the champagne, okay. and he grabs the uh, jetpack. Oh, he's yeah. Like, and he flies in the pillow factory. And then, just, and then yeah, the sandpaper down. factory. Okay. Uh, you owe me a beer because you didn't even know what you were quoting. Huh? No, I know. I told you. I know that. But it wasn't. The, all right. For God's sake. So what did you think of, uh, as Burger long as King? we're on the topic, oh. the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie? Oh, the movie. The movie um, film. Well, uh, let me tell you the story. Uh, oh, there's a story. Well, um, since my brother introduced me to the books. He did. Yeah. Okay. Originally. Yeah. You, it, I think you introduced me to the books. I was enamored with him. I mean, I he, think. he hooked me up. And I don't think he's ever actually read all, all any of them. Of, all of them. All the way through, he's not a much of a reader. He, but he he kind of poked through them when he was going to college or whatever, and he, uh -huh. he brought them back, and he was like, yeah, I kind of like these, and I I was just glammed on anything. He, I was like, oh oh, oh, oh. Carl Heinz likes it, <laughs> I like it too. So I I read, I just started devouring them, and I was already a reader at that point, and I had had kind of like hit the wall. I, I was reading a lot of Doctor Who books. Actually, you had, do you remember that? I had like 150 of them. You Me had and Paul Blummel. Uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna this was our great idea. Okay? Yeah. Do you remember this? Go for it. Lay we, it on. Do you remember me. it? Do you remember it? I know your idea, but lay it out for our audience. We, we were gonna we had all these Doctor Who books and we were gonna rent them out to the other people at school because they were so cool. And we're like, <laughs> the everybody's gonna love these. These are so cool. These are so out there. And we bought all these books. All we need is four ninety nine times one hundred and fifty. That's what we need for our initial startup investment. We'll rent these things out for fifty cents a piece. Kids will eat them up. Oh, for crazy! I remember nobody read any in your of those basement. Books. I think you had a shelf that wrapped around like the top, like the top of like near the roof. And I think these books were just lined up along the top of the. Basement. I didn't know what happened to them all. I should have kept them. They probably were some. No, there were. At least, yeah. at least a hundred of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so lot. many of them. But anyway, I think I have one left. I have one left. The Carnival of Monsters, which I never read any Doctor was, Who I was novel. probably my, one of my favorite. That was a John Pertwee. Did you read all of those oh, novels? Oh, hell yeah. What? Hell you really yeah. read 150 Doctor well, Who re -read. novels? I didn't reread them. Not read them, but you I read, read 150 Doctor Who novels. Dude, they were like, they were like, a, couple they were like a pamphlet. Oh, no, they were tiny. No, all right. All Dude, right. they were like maybe 120, 30, 140 pages. But I was a kid. What the fuck did I do? God. I didn't do anything. What did I do? I didn't go pander for Taco Bell money on the street. Well, <laughs> that, 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 yeah. and that's a story for another day. But there anyways, you go. There you go. Keep um, going with your... Uh, so you're going to rent these books out, but it never came to fruition. It never came to then, fruition. Well, then I, then I saw the movie. Them. The end. Well, no, no. What I was gonna story. say. I'm, All I right. Was, so, anyways, yeah. the story about about my. So then, 
I was already a reader at that point when yep. my brother kind of hooked me up with the uh, Douglas Adams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, devoured them all and just fell in love with them. And like I, like I said, uh, we went to see him when he uh, came here, and and I got, I bought a book and I had him sign it. Uh-huh. In fact, I think it's the it's the first edition of Mostly Harmless signed by Douglas Adams. Um, okay. Which that I mean, shit. The, the first edition, Neil Stevenson, Snow Crash. If you had that signed by him, it's a couple hundred bucks right there. Sure, a couple, sure, you know, sure, thousand. Sure. I don't know in this economy. I don't know. What's so you still crashing, you still have your oh hell yeah, first condition. Never read it because I read it somewhere else. Sweet, good, nice. Yep. Um, in plastic or something? Oh hell no. You should. Yeah, I'm. I'm not fussing. All like right, that. well, whatever. Whatever. Um, so. We, when the movie, when we, when I heard the movie was coming out, you know, I emailed him. I said, "Hey, we should go see this movie opening night." Who? Oh, you, oh, With, Carl. You know, Carl so nights, yeah, he's okay. like, "Well, you know, drive him. I mean, it's a long way to go. Yep, to see yep, a movie, yep, yep, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, "All right, we're gonna meet at the John. There's a Johnson Creek, mm-hmm. and there's like a, which is more for him than the me, outlet but, mall. Yep. So we we go there, and we're thinking, oh, we get there early. Actually, there's a Mex- Mexican restaurant right there. You ever go there? No, I've never. You, eaten Johnson there. Creek, and then you get off, and there's a Menards or something. There's a Mexican restaurant like just before you get to the theater. Really, really good. I I'm recommend vaguely it familiar with Johnson Creek. It's really good. There's okay. a Mexican restaurant. There's really good. Okay. They serve like land shark beer. Sweet. It's really good. There's a little <laughs> plug for you, Jimmy. So shake a couple drops off my way. <laughs> so we we get out there. We're like, all right, we're early. You know, we're gonna stand in line. There's, I mean, there's Nobody. maybe fifty people. You know, fifty. That's a lot. Well, but the coolest thing. So we watched the movie, and uh-huh. I, I was a little disappointed. I'd have to say at first. Yeah, but the the coolest thing on the way out, there's a couple of girls, teenage girls, and they were naked, just writhing around with each other in oil. No, what? they were sitting <laughs> on the floor on towels. Oh, when we wa- they're like cool. waiting for the next showing. Very very cool. And we're just like, oh, that's very cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. And they're just like total geek girls, you know. So you were into it because of the the, the that small fan outpouring, or did you actually like the movie? No, I like I said, I didn't. I was a little bit disenfranchised with the movie at first because and this actually came up when we were talking before about the one scene with with deep thought where oh, it uh, where yeah. in the movie and i was i, I was like because i'm kind of a traditionalist uh-huh I, a little bit you know and and maybe that did occur to me because i don't even remember it now it was it's fuzzy in my mind but there were a lot of other things i mean zaphod zaphoid zaphod zaphod he was too he, he worked yeah not so much for me somehow really? and it, it Something didn't. You know, I thought the whole movie you know, worked. You, I'd know? Have to, you know what? The second time I watched it, it'd probably be a lot better. You haven't seen it a second time? I don't think oh, so. Oh, my God. I've seen it like three times. Really? I own the DVD. I, See, that, I don't. I should. That's the one movie I should own, for Christ's sakes. You know what? I made an assumption. This was an incorrect uh, assumption. I, I think I took Jenny to this movie, and she had never read any of the books. Okay, so look, I'll tell my story oh, on how well, I got into it. I, I just want to oh, okay. wrap yep, it up here by ahead. saying <clears throat> that... I was a little bit disenfranchised with it, but you know, now if I if I kind of open up that file in my uh-huh, mind uh-huh. and I kind of peruse through those those uh, different um, what what if I open up that folder in my mind <laughs> yes. and I peruse through the files that I have there, yes. and usually in my mind it's not very neat and orderly. There's like a whole bunch of little word documents that I've started and stopped. Okay, and stopped. Okay. So if I kind of open it's up cluttered. each one of those and read. You know, it, it, timelines and Excel programs and um, yes. to make a weird metaphor with my brain. I, Eric, I, you sorry. are making a weird. Let's metaphor. Let's get back to the point, Eric. Shut Please the fuck try. up or get <laughs> off with it. Um, I, I'm I'm probably leaning more towards that. I did like it. I mm-hmm. did like it. 
I mean, it 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 was it was a good movie, and I'm really glad that they made it. Uh huh. Um, yep. I, I don't know if I don't know if it would work going through the whole. <sighs> it was me, Eries. I would. Bit, I I as long as they kept the same actors and the same. Trillion was was a beauty, eh? She's in a band, boys and girls, or something. If they kept the same feel, I would I would watch every single one of them. But now let me tell my. Okay, little... go go, man. I can't remember if you introduced me to the series, and I said that before. Uh, but I think what actually happened was for my Commodore sixty four, my mom bought me the Infocom Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy video game. Wow. And it was a text based. Kind of a text-based choose-your-own-adventure. Oh. And, and, you know, like, Arthur wakes up. You, you think wake, she would have bought it cold, though? I don't remember. Like, I was kind of into the silly Infocom game because there was Leather Goddess of Phobos, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, oh. and Planetfall. And there were just these goofy little... Um, Not the Farmer's Daughter? Yeah, well, the Farmer's Daughter was the thing that got me into text-based role-playing adventures. Um Look that up for yourselves, folks. Farmer's Daughter Commodore 64. 141 moves. That's right. It's all it takes, and you can be with or the is it Farmer's 142? Daughter. 142. Depends on how you play. That 40-second move. Bow, bow. Okay, so anyways, I think it was the game. So I'd play this game, and I couldn't figure out how to get through it and blah, 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 blah. And then I didn't realize that the game was based off of the book. And I think we were at a bookstore one day, and I just happened to come across... The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I was like, oh, this is that game I've been trying to play and I've been trying to beat. Mom, buy this for me. And I think it was really one of the first adult, and I'm using that in air quotes, novel that I actually read from start to finish. And I really enjoyed it because before that, I think reading novels to me was like... Uh, like an assignment. Like a school assignment. Like read chapter five through seven, and then I never fucking... The occurrence read. at Owl Creek Bridge. But I remember specifically, and right now I'm remembering, like I was riding in the back of the car reading and just being enthralled and not being able to put down The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, sitting in the backseat of a car going on a long road trip. Whereas before this book, uh, there's no... I would have sat and watched out the window rather than reading like my homework book assignment, whatever it was. Fast forward, anyways, I, I, I bought them all, and I remember being at a bookstore actually in um, Green Bay. My dad was recording a band there, and he gave me some money, and I went to a bookstore, and I found a hardcover version of the third book, Life, the Universe, and Everything, and being really excited about it. It was like four ninety five, but it was a hardcover version of that book and I bought you had it. already read it though no I hadn't read it I'd only oh, so read it was like a new it was a brand new I had read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and I had Restaurant at the End of the Universe on book on tape and I listened to that thing over and over and over again wow by this time I had never read that book and then I found this third book Life the Universe and Everything I think that was the third one wasn't it I'm probably gonna get this wrong yes that was the third one found that one read it and then you still have it no no I I bought no these are like 20th editions that I have. I don't know what happened to my original editions. Anyway, so at, at one point, I had a copy of um, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, hardcover, first edition, autographed. What? No idea where it is. Well, where'd it, you get it that? It wasn't personalized. I think, I think it was Deb Shapiro. I think she knew that I liked Douglas Adams and I think she when that book was released went to a signing got it signed and I think it just said Douglas Adams I don't think it's cookie parties tomorrow night yes it is and I, and, I, and I think this was given to me and I never read it wow yeah and I don't have the book anymore and you got rid of it 
I don't know what happened. No, that's something that you that I should have picked up at your rummage sale and said, "Oh, it I wasn't in the that rummage sale. Him. That thing was lost years ago." So, anyways, fast forward to probably one of your roommates was like, "The trailer, oh, sweet boink." Yeah, right. right. Yoink. Look at this. So the trailer came out. Ford's a black guy, and I was like, "Well, that yeah. works well, I, because the book is nondescript. The book doesn't yeah, say yeah. Ford yep. and English in alien. England." The the racist card does not yeah. exist like it like it does. I mean, it probably does to a certain degree, but not at all anywhere near what happens here in the United States. It's so amazing. Ford, as a silly black dude, is like, that's pretty cool. I I would have never in my mind's eye like not silly. He's 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 the in the movie. He's pretty silly. He's a little scatterbrained, but yeah. he's I don't know if he's silly. All right, maybe scatterbrained. But yeah, I was like, oh, I have no problem with that, and then. I went and saw the movie. I liked the movie. I took Jenny, my wife, to see the movie. She's like, wow, do you have these books? And I'm like, yeah. Well, oh, so she went and read them? should read them. She only read the first two. And Life, the Universe, and everything with that whole cricket thing gets a little... Cricket. You really have to be kind of a fan to get through Life, the Universe, and everything before you can get on the other two books. Do you not right. remember? There was like a cricket game, and then there was the planet cricket. No. Yeah, you're going to have to go back and read that. So then I made the mistake of just assuming that all of my friends, number one, were Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> fans, and number two, had seen and yeah. enjoyed this movie. So I'm out to breakfast with Chris, and I'm like trying to think of Arthur Dent's character because he was in a different movie that we were talking about. I was like, no, 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 it was the dude in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Remember that movie? He's like, oh, I didn't see that movie. I'm like, what? You didn't see Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? That movie was great. It's like, no, the reviews on that were awful. That movie wasn't good. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I go home, and are you familiar with Rotten Tomatoes? It's a website. Uh, no. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes is a website. They do fan reviews, <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. And I went on there, and sure enough, it got a pretty low review. And I'm like, oh. I don't know. It just kind of like crushed this this world that I'd built that everybody I know has read and enjoys and knows of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and they saw the movie and they enjoyed the movie. At that point, yeah. I was brought down a little bit. You know, it's the same with the a books, though. A little bit though. depressing. I mean, they're, they are... If you do go back and read them, it's like, uh, it is kind of a slog. No, are it's you kidding me? Of... And, no. And I told you this last week. And I'll tell you again right now, because our audience hasn't heard this. When I was in college about three, four years ago, maybe even longer. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was on, it was like winter break, and I had two weeks off of college. And I had I didn't know what to do with all my free time, because I was working full time, going to college. And then all of a sudden, I didn't have to go to college. So I had all this free time. I went and I reread all five books. Just <laughs> in two weeks, I read five books. Mostly harmless, even? Yes. Even Jesus. mostly harmless. I don't even I just think I ever got through that one. through all of those books. And I thoroughly enjoyed all of those books. I mean, I could probably sit down tonight and start reading Hitchhiker's Guide and, yeah. and enjoy it. Have you have you read Software? I read Software, yeah. Did you burn through that? I read Software by Rudy Rucker in about three days. Man. But and what you, was the next one in that series? Yeah, see, I don't have the other ones. Wetware, Freeware, Realware. There's like four see, of them. I reserved all of them from the library. I had all of them in hand. I burnt through software in no time, and then I just couldn't get into the next one. It it it's you know what it's kind of like we totally just jumped topics, folks. Well, no, we're talking about books and reading. Yeah, we're talking about books. It's kind of like, and I was going to relate it back here to the what you talked about when you said about the universe, with the life universe, and everything. Where it's like 
all of a sudden it kind of there's like a sophomore slump kind of yeah and it's yeah. a little bit of a hump to get over but then yeah. all of a sudden it gets really interesting and, yeah. and there's like different life forms and then they you know the the, the flicker cladding on the on the outside of the 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 robots on the moon start taking on a life of their own and, mm-hmm. and blah 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 and, so yeah uh, Hitchhikers was good. Restaurant at the end of the universe is good. Life, the universe, and everything. You've read the first two books. You kind of get to the third, and you're like, ooh, but you slog through it because you're such a fan and you want to enjoy it so much. I don't remember the cricket thing. You're gonna have to read it because it's not as good as the other two. I remember you know the I remember the box that like showed the entire universe and then how you fit into it and how it would just like, oh blow you away and was like, that decimate I think, you. I and Zaphod that... got in there and. He was like, he came out of it going, hey, hey. it was supposed to be the big torture device. And he was like, <laughs> it's like everything's What did cool. it tell you? It was like, so I'm he's a, like the Fonz. He's like the dude. modern day Fonz. Yeah. Something like that. But I think that was in Restaurant at the End of the Universe. I don't think that was in Life of the Universe and everything. And Marvin. Yeah, the movie was, I, see, that's why, I, when I came out of the movie, as a critic, I probably would have given it bad review. I would have said, This yeah. movie is just fucking weird No, and I didn't say, I wouldn't have said awful. I would have said, not, it, I didn't say wet. I didn't say awful. I said, it, it, and I think it tried to kind of, like the the nose people, were were waiting for the big nose, and then that guy that climbed around. Yeah, and was, was that in the first book? It was. I think it kind of was it. It was in the first book, but it was like more explained, and it was like four paragraphs. It was yeah. like a side note, like yeah. and, and on another topic. And then there his was huge the... girlfriend. What the hell was that all about? That was kind of goofy. Yeah, they. But what I did read before going to the movie is that the books, the radio play. Uh, oh my god, you know what? All of those were altered differently, mostly with our uh, um Douglas Adams blessing. Oh. So like every iteration of media when did that, that movie exists come out? for life what? That movie. Which one? Hitchhikers? Yeah. I don't know. 3 years ago. He died in 2001. Yeah. He well, he the, the 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 script and the production of the movie that came out recently had been in works for years many years like he was involved and then he died right and then it changed hands got sold but uh, But every every media in iteration of that i have story a vhs tape a two-hour vhs tape i have the dvd the original bbc BBC? yes wow yes all right well have you watched that that's that's original that guy reminds me of um the the fifth doctor. You Peter know what Davison. that is? That's dedication if you can get through that. Well, it's not that bad. It's it's dedication. Folks, if you've seen the uh, the the BBC version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and think it's awesome, email us and let us know. It's not so bad. It's I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering. Maybe it's I more en- traditional. You know what? I, I enjoyed know. it because I enjoy the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But if you were to show this to somebody who had no idea who Douglas oh, Adams yeah. was well, and what the story was would, about, if you would show a, they, an old Tom Baker like, episode of Doctor Who hell? to somebody that had didn't know idea what, it, they'd be like, "What the snack is?" You know this? what? But, but here's the, yeah. But I mean, if you showed a current fan of Doctor Who a Tom Baker episode, they might be like, "This is Doctor Who." Yeah, from the seventies, exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. So even if you showed a current fan of Douglas Adams. That original one, they'd be like, Meh. so I mean, it's just well, if you if you look at a movie from the sixties, look if you look at an old Dallas episode, you'd probably be like, Ugh, that's the? not true. That's not true. Well, oh, come okay, on, maybe maybe a Dallas episode. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, right. I, I just processed that. I just, right, movies. Look at <coughs> look at some of the crappy movies. I just watched I mean, a look movie. At the, look at the shitty fluff movies that come out. 
I just watched a movie. And, and the, those Hold movies on. have been pumped out. I just watched a movie from 1973 starring Alec Guinness as Hitler, which was weird uh, because he's a British dude, right? You know who Alec Guinness is, right? He's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, right. Okay. So he's playing Hitler, and it was called... I can't remember what it's called. It was called Hitler, like, The Last Ten Days. I think it was called Hitler, The Last Ten Days. So it was basically him living in the bunker. This movie was brilliant. Old, but brilliant. 1973. And, and, and what it comes from, you should really see it, is the sound effects. Like, they really used the sound technology. <laughs> what? That was really a German tank sound in the background <laughs> I, it was not a reproduction it was I mean, not the, an m1 abrams it was no. clearly a dust oh, tank gets in my belly <laughs> no my point is is that the last 10 days of hitler's life he was living in his bunker and uh you know kind of like disillusioned that he was losing this war right but the sound effects in the movie as it starts you can hear the bombs subtly in the background but as the movie progressed, it gets louder and louder and louder and closer and closer and louder. No, did you did you pick this up on your own or did you read this? Somewhere no, I picked it up on my own because by the end of the movie, you're listening to this dialogue and it's just just these loud explosions and everything is so loud. You're not going to be able to recreate it with your finger on my desk. No, I'm this sorry. is this is the drums. Oh. The master. The master. The master is coming. Do you, you hear, hear the, the drums? drums? Do you hear the, the drums? drums? They're, They're always so in loud. my head. Okay, it was kind of like that. But see, this was 1973, so the doctor ripped off. No, the doctor was around before then. Hitler the last 10 years. Anyways, my point is... is wow, that so, like, really? I mean, you, you really pulled that out of the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so the drums were getting closer, and that was... Not that the drums, the bombs. The, the bombs were the getting closer. The impending doom, the impending... That's when Morrissey stepped in and said, louder than bombs. Let's let's do this thing. <laughs> Girlfriend in a coma. <laughs> All right, so we're just we're just let's, about we're just we're about, out. We're just about it. there. Yeah, we're good. Uh, hey, that was nice though. Forty two. Forty two is the meaning it's, it's the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. Let's it let, is. Let's go out What's with six times seven? What is six times seven? That how many roads must a man walk down? How what? many times must a white dove sleep in the sand before she is before? How many what? How many times must the cannonballs fly before they are forever banned? Forty-two. How many times must the white dove s s fly before she sleeps in the sand? Forty-two. I'm gonna That's read. That's a Bob Dylan song. I'm anyway, gonna read you the very first complete paragraph on page forty-two of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Ready? The first full. Complete paragraph. Wait, of what? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You want uh, you want me to bust in sometimes? No, this is it. This is the end. This is the first f first full complete paragraph on page forty two of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. At least in my version of the book. To tremendous applause, Zaphod Beeplebrock stepped out of the bubble, his orange sash blazing in the light. What do you got on your page 42? First, the babblefish. What? The babblefish, said the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, quietly, is a small, yellow, and leech-like and probably the oddest thing in the universe. It feeds on brainwave energy revived from not its own carrier, but from those around it. It absorbs unconscious mental frequencies from the brainwave energy to nourish itself with. It then excretes into the mind of its carrier a telepathic matrix 
formed by combining the conscious thought frequencies with nerve signals picked up from the speech centers of the brain which has supplied them. The practical subput of all this is that you stick a babblefish in your ear and you instantly understand anything that is said to you in any form of language. The speech patterns you actually hear decode brainwave matrix which has been fed into your mind by your babblefish. I just have one question. What volume are you reading? Huh? That's page 42 right That's in the middle. That's your page 42. Wait. Yeah. I Well, you have like the, the tome there of all five novels plus Zay 5 plays it safe. Wait, okay, so this is two pages before. Vogon poetry, of course, is oh, the third geez. worst in the universe. All right, all the right, second right, worst. Right, okay. Right, right. That's, that's so this is chapter seven. Wrap it up. It's chapter seven. Mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. So 44 pages into Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, the, 44 oh, or 42? 44 pages into the into the galaxy. 44 pages into my version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the, the electronic book that basically Ford is a is a, a journalist to, to research the universe to write the book for. And his um, research of Earth has led him to write the following entry. Mostly harmless. All right. Good night, folks. My name is Jeremy. Yeah, and uh, I'm not the Cockney Bastard. I'm Eric. Is yes, forty two. What? What the fuck? <laughs>